0: Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Monday, July 17th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have the Big Four Australia scandal expanding. Meta faces huge fines in Norway. Dershowitz ordered to pay up in election fraud suits. And Microsoft reports China has stolen emails from government agencies owing to a flaw in their code. Let's exploit flaws in our own code and dive into today's legal news. On this day in history, July 17, 1862, Abraham Lincoln signed the Second Confiscation Act. The act allowed for the confiscation of property of Confederate sympathizers. The Confiscation Act of 1862 was a significant piece of legislation passed by the United States Congress during the American Civil War, at least rhetorically, if not practically. The act aimed to target property of Confederate sympathizers and supporters. It authorized the Union government to seize the assets, including land and slaves, of individuals engaged in rebellion against the United States. The act played a crucial role in undermining the economic and social foundations of the Confederacy by depriving it of valuable resources as it authorized not only the freeing of enslaved individuals, but the prohibition of the re-enslavement on escaped individuals. It also set the stage for the eventual emancipation of slaves as it allowed the Union to confiscate the property of slaveholders who actively supported the rebellion. However, the act's implementation varied across different regions and faced legal and practical challenges, and following Lincoln's assassination, it went entirely unenforced by his successor, Andrew Johnson. A parliamentary inquiry into the PwC Australia tax leak scandal has prompted questioning of several major accounting and consulting firms. Deloitte Australia, EY Australia and Accenture are scheduled to participate in the two day hearing starting Monday prompted by PwC Australia's unauthorized sharing of confidential tax data it acquired while consulting for the government. McKinsey Australia has declined to attend, drawing criticism from Green Senator Barbara Pocock, who initiated the inquiry. Other key figures include ex-KPMG partner Brendan Lyon and former PwC Australia director Tracy Murray. PwC Australia recently disclosed its fiscal year 2022 revenue was 27% from public sector contracts and that it made $3 billion Australian dollars. In the wake of the scandal, PwC sold its government advisory arm and is undergoing a review of its tax governance and internal control framework. Details about an internal investigation into the tax leak will be shared with the inquiry later this month. Meta Platforms, owner of Facebook and Instagram, is facing a daily fine of 1 million Norwegian crowns, or 100000 U.S. dollars, for privacy breaches, according to Norway's Data Protection Authority, Data Tilsenet. The regulator stated the fine would be implemented daily from August 4th to November 3rd unless Meta takes remedial actions. The issue pertains to Meta's use of user data, such as physical location, for targeted advertising, a practice deemed illegal. Meta is planning to review Data Tilsonet's decision, stating that there would be no immediate impact on its services. The case has been referred to the European Data Protection Board, potentially widening the decision's influence across Europe. This follows the EU's top court ruling against Meta's user data harvesting for behavioral advertising. Despite not being an EU member, Norway is part of the European single market. Retired Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz has been ordered to pay 10% of a $122,000 sanction related to a lawsuit by Carrie Lake, a failed Arizona gubernatorial candidate. The lawsuit attempted to prohibit the use of electronic voting machines in Arizona's 2022 midterm elections. Despite Dershowitz's claim of limited role in the case, U.S. District Judge John Tucci held that Dershowitz's signature on numerous filings was sanctionable. Judge Tucci stressed that failing to impose sanctions might encourage similar conduct without facing consequences. The remainder of the legal team, Andrew Parker and Kurt B. Olson, are responsible for the rest of the sanctions. The lawsuit itself was dismissed in August. Parker stated that they planned to appeal the ruling, while Dershowitz and his attorneys did not immediately respond to requests for comments to media outlets. Microsoft reported that Chinese hackers obtained one of its digital keys and exploited a flaw in the company's code to steal emails from U.S. government agencies and other clients. The undisclosed means by which the hackers obtained the key was combined with a validation error in Microsoft's code to execute the cyber espionage operation. The victims included at least two U.S. government agencies, the state and commerce departments. The hack has strained both the cybersecurity industry and U.S.-China relations with Beijing denying any involvement. This incident has sparked calls for Microsoft to offer its highest level of digital auditing, known as logging, free to all customers. Microsoft stated that it is considering the feedback and is in active engagement with U.S. officials. The company has not provided details on how the hackers acquired the digital key. And with that, I thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, you can find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. i I'm at Andrew, and my co-host Gina is at Gina. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and do not represent those of any organization we may be affiliated with. Nothing here should be construed as legal advice because it is not legal advice. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in a story we cover, consider sending them the episode. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, remember... The whole better to ask forgiveness than permission thing doesn't apply to stuff like hugging the president.